I sometimes feel like people sadly do it because they're hoping that this person leaves a bigger impression on them than their ex. I really, really do. I feel like people want that next person that they have sex with to, you know, be so hot and like, oh, make me feel some type of way. Oh, I'm never going to think about my ex again. They fucked me so good. They did this so good. And usually that doesn't happen because you're not even in a place to accept love. So what makes you think you sleeping with someone random is going to help you get over them, you know? Yeah, like the baggage you have isn't going to be fucked away. If that makes sense. Like, I mean, yeah, like that's the rawest way I can say it. Like all of your hardships, all of the sadness you have isn't just going to be fucked away. overwhelmed by the full moon as I do every full moon a little like overwhelmed what did you mean you don't don't like the full moon in your sister sign um energies is real tense real hot real heavy real 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 a lot real a lot it's just a lot it's just (laughs) a lot is the best way I can explain it I feel that I feel every full moon it's like I love all the signs but when they come in with their full moon it's like a lot for me yeah, like it's like a I lot think it's a lot it's for everyone because it's just a time of like reflection mm-hmm. and like, especially when it's an eclipse. I feel like it's like in your face and things and shadow parts of yourself and your life that you've kept hidden are coming out, and I think it's scary for a lot of people. For sure. All right, and if this is your first time here uh, with us, welcome. Welcome. We are just hi, two honey. besties. We're here from YouTube. Mm-hmm. We do a podcast. We literally talk about anything two besties would talk about anyway, mm-hmm. such as astrology, mm-hmm. fuck boys, mm-hmm. girl code, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck we want to talk about. We cover here. If you fuck with our vibe, if you like hanging out with us, we call you our third because it's me, hey, Maya. Third. And you are third. It's like a friendship channel, in my opinion. <laughs> a you friendship know what I channel? Mean? It is. Oh my God. Like, Tune into let, our friendship channel, you guys. We let people know how we feel. And I feel like they'd be feeling us. No, I agree. You know? And if you're not feeling this, I feel like this is the short, fire way of knowing <laughs> that you're not fucking with us. Like, if you are, you know, you're like, what, four minutes in right now? If you're not liking us right now, you're probably not going to like you're us You're not going to like it. But if you're liking We're us, I promise you, it's going to get even better. It's such a great time. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> I actually have something that I want to talk about for our intro. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Crystal. <sighs> You know, I love my crystals, I know. Girl. And as we're sitting here filming in my room, no, I'm looking at all my crystals. Balls. And it's not the reason that I wanted to talk about it. I knew I wanted to talk about it regardless. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like, I feel like I'm, I'm feeling jaded. I feel jaded because I feel like I should have known about crystals a long time ago. My Why? little, like, middle school self would have felt so protected by other people's ill intentions towards me. We if I had have, some rocks, some crystals. Right. We could have been way more centered, ahead of more our time. grounded. Wait, yes. We were already ahead of our time, but um, accepting in our intuition if I had my crystals. Because 
that's really how I feel when I have my crystals around. I feel grounded and I feel secure mm-hmm. in my thoughts and the actions that I would normally already be taking. Well, hundred percent. I feel like instead of the stupid ass like scholastic fair <laughs> or like whatever the else they were trying to sell us, you know, the books, they should have sent me some crystals. That's what I really fucking needed. But wrong, nobody though. cared. Nobody cared. And it's because, it's because... They wasn't trying to put my chakras, right? They weren't. America <laughs> is so against spirituality. And I think it's so funny that people are so quick to call anyone that's an intuitive, you know, like evil. When they literally use religion as an excuse to make any decision in this country. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. separation of church and state. But really, is it separated? Because everything you do is by, you know, the will of Jesus. <laughs> It's all, I feel like we were talking about this this morning in our own private talks. It's all a control thing yeah. at the end of the day for me. It's like religion in a weird, uh, organized religion in a weird way for me is a level of control. Yeah. Government, like capitalism, uh, sleeping. We were talking about sleeping today and people and how you sleep for eight hours. It's like you don't necessarily have to sleep for eight hours if you're not working a regular nine to five. <laughs> you really don't. Like I was and telling Maya how not... I'm sleeping like in a different schedule because I'm not on site for my job. Like I could sleep whenever I want. And yeah. guess what? Like you can do that too if you weren't working a nine to job. Like a lot of people actually who live very healthy lives and who live longer than people who live in capitalistic countries, mm-hmm. <laughs> countries who don't, you know, follow capitalism. Actually, their people live longer. If you didn't know that, fact check it. Check it. So, like, why mm-hmm. not they sleep do. and then wake up when you have energy, work on something you want to work on, and then sleep when you're tired again? Like, why do we have to sleep at a certain time? To me, that doesn't make sense, but it makes sense because they want to control us. Yeah, it's a control thing. Because, like, in other countries, like in Italy or, I mean, in Greece, I can't actually think of the specific country. Spain, siestas. Whatever. Other countries definitely take, like, a two-hour break around lunchtime. You eat. You take a nap. You go hang out with your family. You do what you got to do. It's called a siesta. It actually originated in Spain. In Spain. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you for letting the people know, educating us. You're welcome. But it is, like, a general, I feel like, norm that is accepted by European culture that there is a a longer time of your lunch break which isn't the same in American culture like American culture is like let's go let's go let's go we're gonna work until we fucking die and I feel like in other cultures that's just not necessarily the same and I appreciate that and it goes back to my greater idea of like you don't have to sleep for eight hours, like, you can break that up, take a nap, work, like, and that makes you a better, more functioning human. But that's not the American way. Yeah. I feel like it's because in America, people live to work, and in other countries, they work to live. Mm-hmm. You know, like, a lot of times, that. I feel like I've realized as an immigrant in America, like, people really, really, to sustain their lifestyle that they want, they work, 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 whereas in other countries, they're living a life, and yeah, sometimes they work, because they gotta make money to live the life they want, and, like, to me, that's, that's what I want, I want to be able to live my life, and, you know, follow my dreams on the side, and that's what I'm using to live the life I want, you know what I mean, I'm not gonna be thinking about work 100% of the time, and I'm not going to be able to... I feel like you just can't enjoy your life if all you're thinking about is how you're going to make your next check. How it's you're not... going to make your next check or worrying about your health as well. 
Yeah, because you, know you got to feel like you're protected. Is a huge. I mean, all of it. It it's like a whole encompassing thing to me. But I feel like that just talking about even health, like it relates back to even just romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. When you feel secure in a romantic relationship and you feel like you trust them and that they won't do you wrong, you're not worrying about that romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you have more time for yourself to follow your your dreams, to mm-hmm. focus on your career. You know what I mean? Because your relationship with your significant other is so solid and so good that you're not worrying about that. And I feel like that relates back to your physical health. Like if you feel like, you know, your country cares about your health and that you have health insurance and that it's free, you're not going to be stressing. And stress leads to, you know, a lot of diseases that mm-hmm. are going to be the reason you end up in the hospital, the, hosp- the same hospital that doesn't really give you free health care, you know? So it's right. like, it's a shitty cycle. It is. I think it also has a level of like being able to make a, a, a living wage. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think that's also a huge part. Factor. Of it. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so back to actually what I was talking about, about which was crystals. <laughs> I just think it's so funny that, like, certain days, like, I wake up and I'm like, okay, here are my, like, same two crystals that always make me feel safe and I'll put them in. And then I have other days where literally I wake up and I could already tell I woke up on the wrong side of the bed and I literally walked to my little, you know, area, my spiritual area, and I literally shoved 10 crystals in my bra. I'm like, I need one for this chakra and that chakra and this and that. Because listen, I need to get my shit right because I don't feel good. I don't feel fucking good. Bro, I was like, I need, I need all the power and vibrations. To help me. To help the negative vibrations. No, that I'm actually, right I'm now. like universe. Listen, this is my cry to you, and I'm not gonna. I'm lie. not okay. <laughs> right, and I'm not gonna lie that I genuinely feel like when I look at a crystal or touch a certain crystal, like there's a connection. I, there's a connection. I feel more empowered, more safe, stronger, even depending on the crystal. You know what I mean? It does different things for me, but I truly, generally feel empowered when I have my crystals on me and it protects your energy I also yeah I also feel like I am very susceptible to negative energies when I don't Don't have my crystals on me Mm -hmm. like you feel the difference bad shit happens to me when I don't have any of my crystals on me and, Guaranteed. You, and I always feel so dumb because, like, I it rarely happens. But when it happens, when something bad happens to me, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my God. It's one of those days where I just forgot to put on a crystal. I didn't have my crystal. Like, Shame honestly. Shame on me. And, and the worst thing happened to me today in a while. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I was, I thought, I was charging my crystals, my bracelets that I wear every single, normally every single day I was charging them, though. And I got into a confrontation with a family member. And my crystals protect me from that type of energy. Yeah. So it was like, of course, I got into this fight and I wasn't wearing my crystals. And right. I didn't stand up for myself like I wanted to. I know. Oh, my God. Sometimes <laughs> like, I, uh... I wish we were in, like, that area or that time in, in our world where there was, like, infomercials for Crystal, because I feel like that would be the perfect commercial. Yes. Where, like, they show someone, like, charging their crystals, and all of a sudden, they're, like, in this confrontation with somebody, and they're fighting, and they, like, end the confrontation, and it just zooms in on their face, and they're like, God damn it. And then they look at their hand, and they're like, fuck, where are my fucking crystals? Where are my crystals at? <laughs> and it zooms in on the crystals. 
Get your crystals here. 1-800-crystals.com. But, like, actually, like, if I have my crystals, like... You'd be fine. I'd be cool, though. The thing is, <laughs> I also feel like it's so funny to me that certain people, like, don't believe in, like, crystals. And I'm like, it's not something for you to not believe in, dummy. Like, just say you don't understand it. At the end of the day, rocks have been here longer than you and me. What makes you think you're so special? Like, I believe in rocks more than I believe in you. You don't believe How about that, that it grew like, out the ground this way? Because it fucking did. It no, just like, grew like that. I feel like humans just like to feel so special and they think that they understand things. And I'm like, there's there have been things in this earth that have been here years thousands of years longer than you so right. hundreds of thousands of years longer than you so what makes you think you're so special 100 <laughs> percent. you know and like you can't look at that crystal and not genuinely think that it's beautiful and amazing that it just fucking grew like that you know what i mean it just i think people want to be different so badly that they're willing to mm. say anything to stand out and like that is my mm. biggest problem with people who don't believe in spirituality or crystals or yoga or chakras i'm like what does this do for you like honestly what, what does is this it do actually for you? serving no like they want to be different that's mm-hmm. the thing and i feel like a lot of people are fear driven and they're scared and they're scared of things they don't understand hence astrology like i tweeted today like the most fragile ego is the ego of a man who doesn't understand astrology because they literally talk so much shit and it's like if you picked up a book you would probably understand it but you probably have it and you're so intimidated by something that you don't understand so you just talk down on it and that's not something i can get down with i can argue something with someone who's done their research and they still don't believe it but if you haven't taken the time to understand a subject i'm not going to waste my time arguing with you as someone who takes calculus, I'm not going to argue with someone that has just taken algebra. Like, that's not what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's no reason for it. And I feel like at the end of the day, people, everyone is looking for a higher meaning and a higher purpose in this life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And astrology for a lot of people and for me, I think for Sarah, brings some type of clarity into this world and how I'm acting and how other people are acting. And if you don't, agree with that that's fine but that's in my opinion generally agreeing like you don't agree with like science yeah <laughs> or, or even if you don't why are you wasting your time talking about it like if I don't understand a certain subject I had a hard time understanding physics I'm great at math I'm great at biology and chemistry I don't understand physics I'm not going to be in physics forums on reddit talking to people like this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard just because I don't understand it that makes no sense to me but I feel like it's the same thing with people with astrology like they it's it's a subject that you haven't studied it's not that you don't believe in it you don't understand the subject and you can't point fingers at people trying to find places where they feel they belong in this space in this world yeah that's you know what I mean 100% because I feel like in a way People view astrology almost as a religion, you know what I mean? It's something to look up to, something to, a guidance in this world, you know? Yeah, I just, I feel like also people who are are so quick to talk down to other people's beliefs, like maybe you're just not happy with your own beliefs, you know what I mean? If, If you're happy doing you and like are so divinely guided with, you know, your own belief system, you probably wouldn't feel empty enough to be putting down other people's belief systems. And I feel like that's what troubles me the most with people who don't believe in astrology. Like, why are you so, or even not just astrology, people who are from a certain religion and are talking down to another religion. Like, 
if your own religion is fulfilling you and like making you feel empowered in this world, you wouldn't feel the need to go talk to someone and put down their religion, you know? Mm-hmm. So like I try to remind myself of that is that like they must be feeling some sort of, they must feel empty in order for them to feel so inclined to like talk down to astrology or spirituality. But mm-hmm. it is still irritating because it's like you haven't even taken the time to understand the most basic parts of astrology and you're telling me you don't believe in it. Like, to me, that's so lazy. Mm-hmm. And that's what annoys me is that you're being lazy. You just don't study it. Well, I think in a weird way it comes from, like, a level of judgment to thinking that whatever they believe is, like, better mm-hmm. than what you're thinking of, like, your astrology or your stars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, whatever my religion is, it's, like, stronger and more powerful than what you think or what you have been taught. And just that concept alone really frustrates me. It's like, if something is working for somebody, why don't you just let them live their life and live their religion, their beliefs in their way? Because it's working for them. They're right. a better person for it. So why don't you just let them do their thing? Yeah. That's Honestly, I, I feel like, to answer that, I feel like it's ego-driven. I feel like a lot of people want to feel validated in the sense that like everything that they've taken the time to learn is the most important thing about this life and that their religion is is the best way you know Mm -hmm. what I mean it's the blueprint Mm -hmm. of how people should be living their lives and I feel like people need to just stop being selfish like life is not about you and your belief system and what you learn like literally Mm -hmm. there are so many other experiences to go around and like you are missing out on what you could experience in this life if you so quickly push away other forms of thought. Mm-hmm. You should just be open to the things that other people have to teach you. Even if you don't fully believe it, you can learn something from, from somebody it. else's beliefs. 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on to our first topic of the day. Which is, which fire sign is the Bonnie to your Clyde? Ooh. Who do you want to be the Bonnie to your Clyde mm, fire yes. sign wise? Yeah. Let okay. the people know. Well, Tell if you guys are here from why. YouTube, we did a whole ass video about how, you know, we discussed who's the most ride or die fire sign. Mm-hmm. So fire go check that out. Yes. You know what I mean? They say it with their chest. They're all mm-hmm. about that. Um, but honestly, I pick Aries. I feel like Aries is the definition of ride or die for me. I said this in our video. My man has Aries placements. I have Scorpio placements. And I have Libra placements. So I feel like it's pretty cute. Can I, I have... tell you the cutest thing actually about this? Yes. What's the cutest thing about this? <laughs> is that Bonnie and Clyde is actually a Libra Aries? No. Yes. So I feel like that's so you. <laughs> Stop. It makes you feel so warm inside. Wait, is Aries... Wait, which one's the Aries? The man. Oh, my God. Yes! So it's you! Wait, that's so cute. Okay, I'm done. I have to say it. Oh, that's, if you guys I, didn't know, I, I have I Libra in my chart. Off, but I just had to No, let thank you. you. Know. If you guys didn't know, I'm, I have Libra in my chart. My man has Aries in his chart, so that's really fucking cute. So cute! I love that. <laughs> but yes, I pick Aries. I honestly feel like... I don't like being put in my place often and there's certain energies that can put me in my place in a way where like I'll actually I'll actually respect it and I won't get annoyed and like Aries energy is that for me like Aries I feel like takes themselves seriously when they're putting someone in their place a lot of times I feel like other signs have have like tried to put me in my place 
And like it was so They can't even weak. take themselves seriously. And like I'm looking at them like and like I'll buy it for two seconds and then they go back into like, Oh my god, did I do it good? And I'm like, ew, like stop. Girl, you didn't fool me. I'm stronger than yeah. you. Yeah. And it's I feel like not... Aries just gives it their all and it's obviously because they're cardinal fire, like they're gonna do shit with their chest. And I feel like Aries doesn't second guess themselves when they're doing things and like as a Scorpio, like all I really want is for the people that love me to like really just be about me and like not second guess that they're putting me first and I feel like Aries energy is just that they like, do that they do it with their chest and show. there's no regrets no regrets <laughs> I feel like the lo- the secret love between an Aries and a Scorpio is so <laughs> to be cherished is so real and deep and y'all don't even know it yet yeah. you know what I mean I feel like people don't really speak on it they don't but the passion that both I'm sorry of the power have, like they, the way they fight is so similar so if they could get down and truly understand that I'm fighting for this Oh my God! Like, yeah, the love that can be created there, and the fact that they are both ruled by like Mars, like Pluto. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, you know, generally Mars energy, like, mm-hmm. is yeah. intense, like fiery, mm-hmm. like passionate. Venus to- is in detriment with in both Aries and Scorpio, and like Venus is the you know planet of love, so like obviously it doesn't do well in the signs that are ruled by the planet of war, but. When Aries and Scorpio, I feel like when we get together, it is that understanding of, like, I fight for the people I love. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I feel like to be a true ride or die, to be the Bonnie to my Clyde, the Clyde to my Bonnie, like, you you have to be willing to take risks with me. And you have to always know that we're going to come out on top. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't ever think that we're going to lose. And, and I feel like Scorpio and Aries together, they, they know they're not going to lose. That. They don't, I mean, losing is not an option for either Aries or Scorpio. It's not. It's just not even in their game plan. Mm -mm. Like, I mean, also, I'm going to kill myself before I lose. You know what I mean? Like, I will burn myself, drown myself in this fire (laughs) before I see myself lose. Honestly, (laughs) that's the thing. I feel like with Scorpio and Aries placements, like, I don't know. Like, a lot of people, Maya, I feel like, We'll do things to impress people. You know what I mean? Like, we'll yes. do things to show people we're relationship goals. And I feel like the one thing I've noticed with Scorpio and Aries placements is that, like, when they're doing something for their significant other, like, you can tell that they're just doing it for them. You oh, can, yeah. You can tell that they're not doing no it doubt. for the attention of the people around them. They're not doing them to get, like, you know what I mean? To get the props from their family or their friends. Like, they're doing some crazy shit and, like, they're doing it so their partner knows, like, hey, I'm in this with you mm-hmm. and it's just me and you. And really, we could be around hella people, but I'm not even noticing them because it's just me and you. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is such a special thing. And I feel like that, to me, is Bonnie and Clyde. Because if you know the story of Bonnie and Clyde, like, they bounced off each other's energy. Mm-hmm. And, like, people were scared of them because, like, they were so loyal to each other that they would never, ever, ever rat on the other. Oh, my gosh. How much did you love that they were sister signs, too? Oh, my God. Just, I love it. I like, love it this so compare and much. contrast. Like, like that's I looked just it up, so and I was like, oh, my God. It's really, it's beautiful. This is, like, the quintessential, like, yeah, what we think of as Bonnie and Clyde. Like, my my shortcomings are your, you know what I mean? 
My like, weaknesses are your terms, strengths, yes, and your strengths like, are my weaknesses. We, we bounce off each other truly, and Wait, so we are not you pick? weak. I picked Sagittarius. Oh, yeah, she picked her sign. I Let did. us know why. Okay, so I picked a Sages because I feel like on the Bonnie and Clyde adventure. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tell us. Sagittarius is a great adventurer. You know what I mean? Fact. They are... I personally think Sages are a better traveler. I think um, while Aries have that great fiery passion, like after a while, like I don't always want to be angry on my route. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I feel that. You know what I oh, mean? Like, yeah. I need a little lightheartedness, and <laughs> in the time, I'm going to fuck shit up. And that's how I feel about Sagittarius. It's like, <laughs> I'm a joke, I'm a laugh, I'm going to keep shit lighthearted, but when it comes down to it, I'm going to fuck shit up. Yes. And I'm going to cut you, and I'm going to hurt you. For sure. But along the way, we could have a little fun. We could play a little bit. You know what I mean? And that's <laughs> Think how... Think it's a game. <laughs> it could be a game if you want it to be a game. You know what I mean? And I just feel like Sagittarius are, like, more flexible with their ride-or-die journey, which isn't always appropriate for everyone. But I think on a longer journey for me, which is what I think of on that Bonnie and Clyde shit, a mm-hmm. long-term shit... Mm-hmm. I want somebody who, you know, has levels to these things. And if, you know, we're working on a plan for a long time and they see it's no longer working, Asaj is going to be like, let's cut that shit. Let's take a new journey. Let's go on this. And for me, on a long journey, that's mo- that's better for yeah. me. Like, I love that Aries passion. And hands down, Aries is that ride or die for me. But I think on a long journey, ride or die, I would probably take a Sagittarius over yeah. an Aries, truly. Because <laughs> I, I mean, think yeah. I think they have, I, I mean, I know Sagittarius has that fire and that energy too. I just think along the ride, they're going to be a little bit more fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you let them know. I just think it's so funny because like, this is literally like, so I pick me and like, so honestly, I, I pick think me. And for my personal journey, I think me so is better. So you should pick me. Come and along like, with me. No, and you didn't even say that. But you said for me, I pick me because me is great for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and easily. I respect it because you you know yeah. what I mean. Did I make a great kiss for myself or yeah, what? Yeah. I mean, it was great. <laughs> you, I what I got from that is I ride or die, and sometimes I don't feel like it, and that's why Sag is great because when they don't feel like it, I don't feel like it, and then we won't feel like it together, and then we'll be on to an. Bigger and better thing. That's how I said. <laughs> That's how I was received. That's fair. I accept that. I mean, and it's your ride or die. You know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. all that matters and, is yeah. that it, it works for you. Yes. And go on our actual Instagram and comment ride or die, hashtag ride or die, and type out who you believe is your who fire is sign. Your yeah, ride, ride or die. die. I want to know, sign. and I want to know why. Because I think yes. plenty of people will pick different fire they signs. Will. It just depends on what you need and what you mm-hmm. look for in terms of long-term this loyalty. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for our next segment that is non-astrology related, we actually talked about cutting your hair after a breakup in our YouTube video. And we wanted to discuss something similar in the podcast. We wanted to talk about, you know, just habits that people have or things that they heard could work to help your healing process after a breakup. So what do you think, Maya? What should people not do after a breakup? Okay, I'm going to keep it 100 with the people. Let them know. 
I, don't hold back. Say it with your chest, fire sign. I'm gonna say it with my chest. I genuinely don't recommend sleeping with other people until you feel you are emotionally ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, you take it how it is. If you feel you are ready to fucking just fuck somebody and have it be whatever, you do that. I'm not shaming you for that. Yeah. At all. But if you are lying to yourself, like I used to lie to myself, <laughs> that everything was okay and then I would hook up with the next person, like, don't do that anymore. Don't do that. I don't think hooking up with somebody all the time is the best way to get over a heartbreak. Yeah. Truly, because I think uh, sharing your energy with other people before you're ready can be extremely detrimental to your healing process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. I feel like sex ties are real and mm-hmm. people leave an impression on you and you leave an impression on them. So don't think that it's just all fun and games and that just because you were with someone and you're not going to see them again, they didn't leave any sort of impression on you, you know, or, or that you didn't leave it on them, like you exchanged energy with that person and chances are you're probably going to think about them and they're going to think about you. So it's not as casual as people think it is. But yeah. I sometimes feel like people sadly do it because they're hoping that this person leaves a bigger impression on them than their ex. I really, really do. I feel like people want that next person that they have sex with to you know, be so hot and like, oh, make me feel some type of way. Oh, I'm never going to think about my ex again. They fucked me so good. They did this so good. And usually that doesn't happen because you're not even in a place to accept love. So what makes you think you sleeping with someone random is going to help you get over them, you know? Yeah, like the baggage you have isn't going to be fucked away. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, I mean, yeah, like that's the rawest way I can say it. Like... All of your hardships, all of the sadness you have isn't just going to be fucked away. It's not your period. Your pain <laughs> won't be fucked away just because there's a new person here that will do the things to you that your ex isn't here to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's time for you to step up, honey. Now you got to start taking care of you because guess what? The person that you thought was going to take care of you, they're not here anymore, which is the problem within itself. You shouldn't get in a relationship with someone thinking that they're going to take care of you. You got to take care of you and hopefully you'll be, you know, in a good enough place to be in a healthy relationship. You have to take care of you first. And can I also just say, I think Sarah would agree, um, you will never be happy in a relationship thinking somebody else is going to take care of you. Nobody else can take care of you better than you can take care of you. Yeah. And it's even better (laughs) to learn to know how to take care of you so when you're with someone, you can easily explain to them, hey... This is what makes me happy. These are my boundaries. This is what I need to thrive in a romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if you haven't spent enough time by yourself, you're not going to be able to voice those things to that person because you don't even know. So we got to stop getting into relationships thinking they're going to play therapist and get these things out of us. Like that's not their job. And honestly, if you know yourself, it's also not your job to get that out of other people just because you're emotionally intelligent. I need y'all to stop thinking you can get with emotionally unavailable men or women thinking you're going to change them. Like, don't you have a job? Don't you have a passion project? Why are you making your relationship your job? Right. They should do that by themselves. Have you even healed from your trauma? Right. Mm. Stop distracting yourself. Mm. 
mm-hmm. worrying about everybody else trying to sabotage shit. Yes. Because we know that we be doing that. Yes. People really do. People really they don't do. even know how to freaking be loved on. They don't because they don't think they loved. deserve it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just saying they. Like, I've been here too. Like, you will push away the people. Not even just romantic relationships. Friendships that are here to love on you and be there for you. But you will literally do everything to push them away. Because you just don't think you deserve it. All because you didn't take the time to heal yourself. You know? Like, just do it, you guys. Just be alone. You're not that bad. You're probably really great, actually. But you're literally it's running amazing. away from alone time with yourself by relationship hopping so often. Like, I'm telling you, you're going to be, like, however old, and you're going to regret the fact that you didn't spend time by yourself. You deserve time by yourself. You mm-hmm. deserve to hear your own thoughts. You deserve to know how you feel about yourself, everything you've learned thus far. Loving those things that other people told you were not lovable yeah that's what makes you special a lot of the times a lot of the times that's what makes you special so don't let anybody fucking dim your light or tell you you're not worthy because i've been there and it's just not true is the best thing i can say you are worthy you can have all this love and all of the greatness if you demand it for yourself Mm -hmm. and honestly Mm -hmm. when you start demanding it for yourself is when the right people start aligning into your, you know what I mean? Like into your life. Mm -hmm. Cause the first, first look at you, you know, when someone looks at you and they see what you possess and how you carry yourself and your boundaries, I'm telling you the wrong person will kind of pull away and be like, okay, yeah, she has too many boundaries. You know what I mean? Right. But I'm uh, telling uh, uh, you scary too much for me and they'll drop out. They will phase themselves out. And I call that God's protection, divine not intervention. rejection. All <laughs> yes. right, that is not rejection. It God's is protection not. and redirection. You know, take it as you will, but just know. Say that it one more time for the people. It is not rejection. It's God's protection. Amen. I don't know why I need to say it in an accent like this. I like to amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> On some real ass shit, we started tonight having some tequila. Tequila. <laughs> and we ran out, so we're drinking wine now. Everything has a little er at the end. A little er. Er, 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 Currently, it is 12.55 a.m. And we just want you guys to know that we love you and we love, we love this podcast. That's why we're doing it this late. Okay. Okay, wait. What do you okay. not recommend... For the people to do to get over a breakup. Yes. Like, what's a negative coping mechanism? Okay, I feel like a lot of dumbass bitches mm-hmm. like to, <laughs> and not just women, men too. I can call men dumb bitches. I feel like they like to remain friends with their ex's friends mm-hmm. to come off like calm, cool, and like collected. I feel like that to me is very problematic. Like, you don't need to, like, be in a circle and still follow them and everything's fine and nothing happened. Like, I think we need to get better at understanding that, like, shit happens. Mm -hmm. And when shit happens, you need to, you know what I mean, change some things in your life. Like, when you get, like, let's say you leave a job, you know what I mean? You're not going to still have every every, I don't know, merch that this company has. You're not going to hold on to all these things and be repping them. Even though you don't work there anymore, you're on to new and bigger things. 
And I feel like a lot of times people want to come off so relaxed and like calm and like chill. So they'll like still follow their ex. They'll still be friends with their ex's friends. And it's like, what is this really doing for you? Like, is this, do, is this making you happy? Because I, I feel to, like it's not. I want you to pick a side. Yes. Pick a side. Let the people know how you really feel. And you know what? <laughs> if you are friends with them and you see them and you still follow them and nothing, and you're feeling fine, you, you know what? I don't feel sorry for you in this breakup. You're fine. This wasn't a hard breakup for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, you didn't really if, care about that person yeah. and that's totally fine. Okay, then I'm then like, do oh, it. okay, then we're not talking to you. We're not we're, talking to we're you. We're not talking to you. Okay, I just want you to know we're not, this is not for you if you're the type of person who literally got dumped or dumped someone and you're still following them and you're friends with them and you're friends with their ex. Everything's you didn't really love that person. Fine. That wasn't your, the ex. We're not talking to you. Yeah. Okay, so next. Like, we're talking to the person who is still hurting. Really sad. Who's still thinking about their ex, <laughs> who's thinking about their friends and how their friends are their only friends. Which brings me to my next point of, I feel like if you are, you know, if you just broke up with someone or they broke up with you and you still follow each other and you're about to post something new and you're thinking about how they might receive this post, you need to block them, unfollow them, do something. Anytime you're posting something, if you're thinking about your ex, you need to do something about that because you are literally prolonging this separation between the two of you and Mm -hmm. making it longer and more painful than it needs to be because of the fact that you're still holding on to this connection Mm -hmm. via social media. It's literally, it's social media, is like real life. I'm sorry, if you're at a restaurant and you're, you see your ex, are you going to like keep looking at each other? Like, hey, I see you. Hey, I see you. Like, you're still here. I see you over there at the other table. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, hey, so hey, please hey. just block them, unfollow Don't them, whatever. Just, just get away. And it's like, I mean, I want you to genuinely think deeper about why they continue to be your friend on these social media sites. Do you think something else will be rekindled? They do. We talked about this in our video. Do you have hope? I want to know also why you then have hope. Did he treat you shittily? Yes. Shame on you for wanting... Hope from someone who did you dirty. Exactly. Fuck them. Like, why? Why? I want you to want better for yourself. Yes. And you know what? How many times are you going to literally rebuild you, make a new you to be accepted by someone who doesn't care about you? Mm -hmm. That's my thing. Mm -hmm. You or someone else just ended their journey with you and you're again going to start this new chapter of your life trying to impress them with a whole new you? Don't you just want to build a new you for you? Right. Take that break. Do that haircut. <laughs> Cut that fucking hair diet. I don't give a fuck, but just make sure you're let doing it for fucking, you. Yeah, let that be a fucking catalyst. It's mm-hmm. not it's not the end all be all, but It's not. Know, I am all for it being a catalyst for change. Me too. Okay, so the last thing that I kinda had for something that I feel like people shouldn't do, which kinda relates to yours, but not like in terms of sex. I feel like people need to stop serial dating. I feel like people get out of relationships and before they even like figure out what happened, what went wrong, they start dating like 20 different people or go on social media apps and like just meet all these random people that are, you know, make fueling their ego, making them feel good, making them feel hot, whatever. Uh And I understand the reason behind it because like you were tied to this one person for so long and now you can finally get attention from other people and it kind of, 
makes you feel validated in the sense that you're still attractive and that people still want you. But I feel like it will prolong that healing process because as soon as you start hearing why people want you, it makes you want to forget about like all the reasons that your ex didn't want you. Yeah. And not to say that the reasons your ex didn't want you are so important, but I feel like you need to deal with that before you're ready to go on to your next relationship. Because if you sure. don't deal with it, all those insecurities are going to carry over. Yeah. And you're never going to have a healthy relationship with the next person. 100%. It can be so superficial. Like, you know that there were things that you needed to work on in your past relationship. Or maybe we're not even at the forefront of your mind. But as you continue to date people and you're getting this instant gratification of like, oh, I'm like pretty in this sense. It's like, oh, so they think I'm pretty, but it's still not fulfilling you at the end of the day. There's something greater and larger that you're missing that you need to discuss. And everybody knows what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, it's your freaking childhood trauma. You know what I mean? Like, if you understand what we're talking about, like, you fucking get it. You know. So. Your ex also knows more about you. They know you when you're right. ugly, not physically, when, you know, when you go off on them. They know you, they know you at your worst. So, obviously, yeah, someone random telling you you're pretty or that you're funny or that you're cute or that, oh, cool, you have a nice job. Yeah, it feels good in a moment, but you don't, you're going to go to sleep thinking about why your ex didn't like you. Because your ex knows more about you. Mm-hmm. They know, like, literally, numbers-wise, they know more about you. They the way you grew up. patterns, so how you think about them. act. Yeah. So, like, that's why it's just so important to, like, get over everything that they made you feel about yourself. So when you do give someone new a chance, you're giving them the full version of you. And not just everything that you felt like you had to change because of your ex. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times we, like everything that we felt like they didn't like, even though we didn't have a conversation with our ex and that closure conversation. Hey, which I feel like is important. You should probably talk to your ex when you're okay with them and be like, Hey, what was my wrongdoings in that relationship? And not to say that what they say is always true, but like, I feel like if you're really woke, you would have that conversation with an ex and be like, how did I suck? I feel like if you're open to it, it would be really, really enlightening, you know, but not everyone's open to it because it, it is, it's a scary thing. But I think a lot of times we don't we don't want to see it, you know, because it's it's so painful. And a lot of times I feel like we go into new relationships and we try to hide parts of ourselves that we show to our ex because those are the parts that hurt us. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I feel like, unfortunately, not everyone is open to that level of communication, mm-hmm. even though I think sometimes, sometimes us women are ready for that. I think, unfortunately, not always the men are ready to have that level mm-hmm. of serious conversation of like, okay, well, what do you genuinely think I did wrong? Where could I have been a better woman? And, I mean, I feel like I have been in that situation, and unfortunately the man has not been able to tell me what exactly I did. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he was so shortcoming. Like, it was... Mm-hmm not even able to like it was like apples and oranges in a way it's like he could not even come to my level of like this is where I was being because we were just completely on opposite sides Mm -hmm. but I do agree with you that like if both of these people are in a good space to speak on it you should speak on it because there's so much levels of growth that can happen there between the two of you Mm -hmm. and Yeah, not every man is ready for that, but um, I encourage every woman to push 
the man to do that mm-hmm. because we've also talked on this channel you have to push men to rise up to your occasion mm-hmm. and they usually set the will. standard yes for them. they usually will they will push themselves to show up for you yeah. you know what i mean especially when they really care about you but also i think that not all men are unfortunately capable of doing that they're not and i feel like in any relationship it's gonna be hard for you to, you know, really take in what they're telling you about yourself and your shortcomings. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like if it's not two-sided, I feel like this conversation won't be productive if both people, yeah, aren't able to do that for each other. Yeah. Because I feel like it will very much feel like someone's getting ganged up on if only one person is able to tell, hey, this is what I noticed. And And you also can't have feelings for each other anymore. Mm -hmm. Because if their opinion of you is... You know what I mean? Is so important to you. You're going to feel some type of way if some of their opinions are negative. Mm-hmm. And you need to be willing and ready to hear someone talk to you about your shortcomings. Mm. Ego cannot be there, is what I'm trying to say. Keywords. You cannot have feelings for them anymore. <laughs> to have this productive <laughs> to have conversation. This productive conversation. Dead they ass. can have feelings for you. You can have feelings for them. So. Mm. Figure it out either way, okay? <laughs> Love <Okay>. you. <laughs> you got okay. this. Woo! Legit. Woo. All right, lovely people. We, we hope you, you enjoyed this week's episode and Honestly, if you guys are writers and you've been listening to us for a while, we love you so much. We're so thankful so for you. If you don't follow us on our socials, I don't know what you're doing. Do We're that. Charmed and Dangerous on Instagram. Charmed, like the show, A-N Dangerous. And on YouTube, we're Charmed and Dangerous as well. So go subscribe. On Twitter, we're Charmed mm-hmm. and Danger. And don't forget to comment on our posts on instagram on our videos we love to hear from you guys and if you missed us last week it's because we took a little thanksgiving break me and maya really really believe in you know self-love and Mm self-care and you know just work-life balance so if this is you know your first time here or if you didn't know this about us we take that stuff very seriously Mm -hmm. so we're always going to continue to take the time for ourselves when necessary. Yes. And it's going to make our content better for you guys at the end of the day. So we do take breaks on our birthdays and on holidays. Mm-hmm. We love you guys. And so much. And we'll talk to you next week.